Hi guys, quick one before we get into the episode. This episode is sponsored by Zencaster, which is the production suite that I've used from the very beginning of this podcast. And if you're interested in starting your own podcast, hang around at the end of the episode for our 30% discount referral code. Thanks. So our podcast is called Right and Wrong. So are these your notes? These... <laughs> these are your notes about what we're going to say? Uh, anything. It's a short answer. <laughs> so how many novels did you not finish? Oh my Probably. God, so many. <laughs> it was perfect. What's she talking about? This is nonsense. Ooh, a spicy question. I love it. <laughs> this is it, guys. The big secret to getting published is you have to write a good book. Yeah. <laughs> I heard it here first. We're going to... Hello and welcome back to the Right and Wrong podcast. I'm Jamie and joining me today is the author of Excuse Me While I Ugly Cry and Confessions of an Alleged Good Girl, the wonderful Joya Goffney. Hi, welcome Joya. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Oh, it's my pleasure. How are you doing? So Confessions of an Alleged Good Girl came out a few weeks ago. Are you still caught up in the sort of whirlwind book launch event publicity streak? A little. Um, yeah. yeah, I. it's been crazy getting messages from readers and also um, going to book events, but also trying to ba- balance writing. Yeah. So I also have deadlines coming <laughs> up. So <laughs> it's been wild. Yeah. I hear some, some people are often surprised. Obviously, this is the second time you're doing this, but some people are surprised when they publish their first novel how long the kind of media circus goes on and how long you're, you have these sort of like publicity obligations and things. Yeah, I think it was much more um, demanding for my first book this time. Mm. It's kind of, it's pretty lax. Oh, okay. <laughs> Is that yeah. because, do you think that's just because you you, you're, you know what to expect this time around? Or do you think it's it's like you're already an established quantity and you have that fan base already? Both, yeah. I think that uh, publishing companies typically give a lot more um, marketing for debuts, Mm -hmm. but also, uh, yeah, I have um, an established fan base, I guess you could say. And then also I know what to expect. I've done this and I'm much better about it these days than I used to be. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So tell us about the new book, Confessions of an Alleged Good Girl. What's it all about? What inspired it? Confessions of an Alleged Good Girl is about a girl named Monique. She is a preacher's daughter. Um, So she is balancing all of the rules of her religion with with, um, her expectations from her boyfriend um, regarding sex. So um, she's been trying to have sex with her boyfriend for like two years, but she experiences a ton of pain. Um, And after a while, her boyfriend just breaks up with her because he's tired of waiting on her. And so it, it kind of she spurs her on this adventure to find out what's wrong with her body. Why is why does sex hurt so bad? And uh, she figures out that she has vaginismus and uh, she teams up with a church girl from her church and a bad boy from her church. And they go on this adventure to find the cure. And um, along the way, she finds really good friends and and um, a love that you know, loves her for who she is and what she, what she can do with her body. Yes. Yes, indeed. And and I must confess, I wasn't aware of um, vaginismus until mm. I had read this book. Was that, it, it's one of those things that sort of society stigmatizes people talking about um, issues with bodies quite a lot. 
is it something that you really wanted to discuss i guess with with this novel yes yes so um the book i wrote this book because i had this condition i had it for 3 years i didn't know what was going on with my body i never heard of vaginismus um i happened upon this word from a, a girl a friend a really good friend um and honestly, I just wanted to bring attention to this because I'm sure there are people out there who have this and have never heard of it. I just wanted someone to stumble upon my book and be like, what? Maybe this is what's happening to me because it's 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 still alienating. And yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, that's that's such a wonderful sentiment. And it's it's so important that we do raise awareness of, of things like this so that people don't feel like they are the only one and that they're broken and, and, and they're wrong. So I think it's, I think it's amazing. Well done. Thank you. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so in keeping the story is very different and the style to some degree as well, but in keeping with your first novel, they're both YA sort of contemporary romantic comedies, but with sort of serious topics um, mm-hmm. throughout. Excuse me while I ugly cry, uh, which is, which is about a, a young girl who writes lists of everything and then loses her book of lists and, and has to go on a wacky adventure to, to find it. Mm-hmm. Of these two novels, which one is more sort of from your own experience? Um, I would say Confessions. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Ugly Cry was, it had a lot of, inspiration from my my life but I think I I think confessions was definitely based on my experience and my emotions Mm. during um the time I was trying to figure out how to have sex (laughs) (laughs) which is which is a difficult enough time for everyone without you know further complications you know (laughs) well I think they're both great they're both they're both real triumphs triumphs and and whilst you do talk about the serious things um there is a lot of humor in them. They're very light and uh, they are charming romances as well that leave you feeling good. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> How much had you written before, excuse me, while I ugly cry, your first book? Um, I guess you could say that I've always been a writer. I, I've been writing little stories here and there since like second, third grade. And once I was like a teenager, I was writing fan fiction but like serious writing, like writing that I wanted to um, query and publish, I think uh, I started around 2016. Mm-hmm. Um, I wrote a book that was really dark and heavy and it had no plot. And I, um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I queried it to like four agents, um, and, you know, I got rejected and then I, I started over with Ugly Cry and I, I loved writing Ugly Cry. It was, it was my joy. It gave me so much happiness to write and to reread. And, um, that was, yeah, that's when I, everything took off. Amazing. I, I'm going to put a pin in that for a sec because I, I always, I always have to know whenever people say that they wrote fan fiction, what did you write fan fiction about? <laughs> <laughs> oh god <laughs> oh my gosh okay so um like junior high i wrote twilight fan fiction oh, classic. 
That's the yes. one, right? <laughs> yes. Uh, Vampire stories, yes. <laughs> well, you know, we're, we're laughing, but Fifty Shades of Grey came from Toilet Fan Fiction. This so. is true. <laughs> there are multi millions to be made from Toilet yes. Fan Fiction. <laughs> okay, back to the serious stuff. Um, <laughs> so you, you did query with something before, excuse me, while I ugly, ugly cry. Did you sort of, you, you've been writing a lot of different styles from the fan fiction through to, you know, these dark plotless stories. Uh, did you experiment with lots of different voices and styles before you found your sort of place in first person YA? Not really, no. I think <laughs> I, I've always, <laughs> I've always written first person YA. Um, okay. Yeah, not even like genres really, except for I guess Twilight fan fiction. But other- <laughs> otherwise, <laughs> okay. So you you queried that first one and got rejections, probably because it didn't have a plot, right? How <laughs> how long were you querying? Um, excuse me, while I ugly cry. So with excuse me while while I ugly cry, I um I took a lot of time to send it out to beta readers and to edit and edit and edit. I took like so much, maybe six months just sending it to random strangers, but after you'd finished it, right. After I finished it. Um, once I actually decided to query, I, I think it took like, so I sent one query to an agent and then I waited a month and sent another query it was my second query that I got a response back same day, mm-hmm. which was amazing. Yeah, um, wow. <laughs> and um, after about three weeks, I signed with my current agent, Brianne Johnson. Wow, that's a quick turnaround. It was, I, yeah, it was, it was crazy. <laughs> but it sounds like you did, you did a lot of groundwork and you... Was it all sort of people you knew, um, other readers, writers, or was it friends or was it, did you, did you use sort of professional, um, editing services before you submitted? I went to Goodreads and I found a group, um, uh, for beta readers and critique partners, like searching for beta readers and critique partners. And, um, I, I like posted what my book was about and, um, if anyone was interested, I'd send it to them and I would go to, I paid a few people to read it, Mm -hmm. which honestly was worthless. (laughs) (laughs) It it really didn't get me anywhere, but yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't really use any professional editing companies or anything like that. Just like random freelancers people yes random yeah exactly (laughs) that's all you need (laughs) yes that's all (laughs) hey it worked out it worked out um so from 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 that submission process did you then i i i guess as is often the way did you work on it then with brianne yes yes so after i signed with brie we worked for about two months i think Mm -hmm. um editing before we went on to submission with um publishing companies Mm, okay okay was the title as it remained or did was that something that came later right so i actually um titled it days i've ugly cried which is one of the lists that quinn has in her journal um the people at writer's house 
really liked the concept of ugly cry, but they're <laughs> like, it's not quite catchy enough. And um, the foreign rights editor, uh, Sicilian, I think her name is, she came up with, excuse me, while well, ugly cry. And I thought that was, it was fantastic. I loved it at first sight. Yeah, it's great. It, Cause mm-hmm. it kind of captures an element of the character as well. Yes. That sort of, that sort of sassy, this is quite, it's kind of in there. No, oh, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And we touched on it briefly when we were talking about the new one coming out and the whirlwind of marketing. But uh, how did you find the whole publishing process once you had got the deal, once you'd signed, and it was a two book deal, right? Yes. How did you find that with the first book, going through it, going through editing, going through the launch window, all of that? Um, I The whole time, I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> I was just letting people guide me and I I never I still don't really know what's normal in this business (laughs) and so I'm like yeah sure yes and and it was like with editing um I actually really like editing I like getting notes from my editor and um because usually it's stuff that I try to avoid when writing or it's like it's stuff I know that I need to fix yeah and so it just it gives me the courage to to just um strip it down and and um get the best product as possible yeah with marketing for my first book like with the interviews and stuff it it freaked me out (laughs) i've always been like a shy i guess um and and i have anxiety Mm. Um, it was actually the interviews that I guess convinced me to see a therapist about it or a, a psychiatrist about it. So now I'm on, on social anxiety meds, but everything's better this time around. I'm doing <laughs> I was much say, better. Now I feel bad. Like, I'm sitting no. here interviewing you. <laughs> <laughs> I am so grateful. No, no, this is great. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. Um, so this time around with confessions, it's a much smoother process. You you came into this knowing what to expect. Was that, the, did you find that the whole way through as well with sort of speaking with the publisher as you were working on it and then editing and then now the marketing? Side? Yes. Yes. It was definitely a lot smoother this, uh, this time around with confessions, um, editing and uh, meeting deadlines. It was, it was quite smooth. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, this, with this book, I actually went to my first um, in-person event. Okay. So that was kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. But otherwise it's been all like Zoom calls and stuff like that. Oh, okay. How was it? Your, your, your first in-person event? It was more nerve wracking than anything ever, but, (laughs) (laughs) but it went well. I signed some books, met some people. It was great. (laughs) Yeah. I I mean, it must be nice. It's great. You know, when you see reviews online or when you, um, someone sends you a nice message, but it must be really nice meeting your uh, fans of the book in person and then kind of sharing their experience of the book with you. Exactly. It was so bizarre um, meeting people who were excited to meet me. (laughs) Are you sure you're here for me? What? (laughs) It was weird, but it was really cool. Was it in a bookshop? It was like a it was like a book festival. Oh, okay. Um, So lots of other authors and and books and and, and sort of signing lines and stuff there. Yes. 
Oh, uh, okay. Did did that take the pressure off a bit? A little. Yeah. It wasn't just for me. You know, I yeah. had like a, a slot where I got interviewed and then a little corner that I was signing books. But yeah, it, it took the pressure off a little bit. Uh, okay. Yeah. Because I've always wondered, sometimes authors do at a bookshop or something and it would just be them and like sometimes yes. there's no one there and sometimes the queue is massive and it seems like a weird but you haven't done that so well I literally <laughs> am about to do that tomorrow are you okay yes are you nervous <laughs> um not yet no <laughs> okay well, that's good try and maintain yeah. that until tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> so confessions of an alleged good girl second book of the two book deal what has have you and your agent arranged for a new deal with hockey books what's what's going on there um that is a little up in the air right now okay i i am working on i actually i guess yeah i don't know if i can say that um <laughs> i am working on another book with harper collins in the u.s but as far as uh, uk we still haven't um gotten anything locked down not just yet Okay. Okay. But you're working on a, um, a third book. Would it be same genre, same kind of style? Yes. Matching aesthetic? Because I love the, uh, aesthetic of, of the two, the, the two covers, the, the bright, vibrant colors. Absolutely love it. Yes, me too. I love putting them together. It looks so great. Yes, it does. <laughs> they just need a, they need a third one now. To go yes. <laughs> did you, did you, did you have much input in the cover design? Um, I had more input in the U the UK version. Um, I was working with, um, Carla. She was, she was my editor at the time of Ugly Cry and for mm -hmm. a little bit of Confessions. Yeah. She would ask me like, what's the scenery like there? What do these characters look like? Give me all of the details. <laughs> and then someone would go draw it up and, and I would get to like, you know, give them notes. And it was great. I, I had a kind of a big part. That good. sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like fan art, but very official. Yes. Of, of your, of your book. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. So it sounds like your second book was a much smoother ride than your first book. Um, this, okay. So confessions was actually kind of hard to write. It was the first time I had to write under a deadline. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it did go, I, I think it went smoother than what is happening right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The third book is oh, no. just, it's trying to take me out. It's trying to oh, kill okay. me. <laughs> okay. You just got to keep battling it. You'll get there. You'll get yes. There. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> writing, I mean, writing's always difficult and it feels like it. it it's the sort of discipline that is filled with its own sort of pantheon of demons that like each one has a different effect on, on on writers in different ways what's the part of the process that you find the hardest um i think first draft drafting mm -hmm. is really hard for me because it's hard for me to not want to write the finished product yeah, first time around that. yeah so i'll try and really like I'll, I'll think way too hard about wording and 
obsess about it until like I, I, I edit and I edit when I haven't even gotten through the first chapter and yeah, yeah. it slows me down. Yeah. You don't do the, uh, the vomit draft as I've heard it called. A lot of people do where they just like <laughs> get it on the page. Right. I really wish I could just let myself <laughs> do that. It would help so much, mm-hmm. but no, I, I try and, and write the published version on the first time around. Ah, okay. Well, presumably then it would be less less drafts of edits. uh, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Is it all planned out? Some of it. (laughs) Right. So I try to write, I try to write the finished product, but I don't even have it planned. I mean, (laughs) I have like a, an outline, like a, uh, some of it is planned, but not, it's not very detailed. Sure. Sure. But that's, you know, that seems to be what works for you. You've put out two yeah. great books. So, uh, you know, it may be difficult, but eventually you get there and, and you do, you do figure it all out. Yeah. Conversely, what's your favorite part of the process? I think my favorite part is when I get the idea mm-hmm. and I can just like create these characters out of thin air and this situation when you have like this, this, um, this hook, um, it's really fun to start developing it. But when you actually have to start drafting it, that's when, you know, <laughs> that's when it stops being so much fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah. When, <laughs> when you have to start putting the hard work in. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> do you, and do you have lots of, are you the sort of person that has lots of ideas sort of written down somewhere or, or, or just kind of buzzing around your head? Oh, I have a journal. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Every page in the journal is a different book idea. Oh, very cool. So yes. you've got books for, you know, the next 20, 30 books just, well, just ready to go, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> I mean, some of the ideas are really big and... Uh-huh. but you know maybe another five books <laughs> okay but well, that's good yeah when, when it came to the one you're writing now did you consult the notebook of ideas or did you come up with a new one um actually the one I'm writing now has been um one I've been trying to write for a long time okay it's it's one of, that's just been in my head for a long time and yeah Okay, well, <laughs> excited to find out more about it and find out what it is. That um, that'll be great. Yeah. <laughs> and um, last question on writing: Do you feel like your writing has changed and sort of grown since you wrote "Excuse Me While I Ugly Cry"? I do. I think that um, though my the process. And, and the whole deadline thing, it makes it a lot harder. I do think that my writing has grown um, and I, I know what sounds good now. I know what I need to do in terms of like scenery and 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 character development and plot and stuff like that. I, I, I've got the formula down, but just implementing it is, is a little difficult. <laughs> That's great. So, so it comes out sort of more uh, closer to what it will finally look like. Yeah. Des- despite you editing it while you write it. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and um, what advice would you have for um, other writers out there, people to people looking into you know, putting their books out into the world, sending them to 
agents or publishers? Yeah, my biggest piece of advice for aspiring writers is to read, mm -hmm. um, to read in their genre um, and to study these books, study books that you love and figure out what it is that you love about these books and, and what this author did right, I guess. And then study books that you hate, study books that you think are terrible and figure out what it is that they <laughs> did that you hate about it. And don't do that in your writing, you know, apply the stuff that you um, admire about your favorite authors. And then also I would suggest beta reading for other aspiring authors. I think if you're able to give other writers um, advice, or if you're able to pick up on the things that they need to work on, you're better able to do that for your own writing. Yes, I completely agree. I've I've done that myself. Mm. Seen someone else's writing and, and thought, oh, this you keep doing this thing that's wrong, and then I go mm -hmm. back to edit one of my things. And I'm like, oh, I did I too. Do that. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's yeah, it's great editing other people's. Um, uh, and that and that's great advice. I I must ask. It sounded like you were speaking with a specific book in mind when you said read one you hate and forget what they did that you hated. I think you can confess which book it is. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, <clears throat> um, no. <laughs> All right, fair enough. <laughs> I thought I'd ask. I can't. I can't do it. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> that brings us on to the final question, which as always is, Joya, if you were stranded on a desert island with a single book, which book would you take with you? I think this question, answering this question, um, requires strategy, you know? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're stranded on a desert island, you're by yourself and it seems hopeless, I would want a book that gives me hope or that makes me happy. Mm -hmm. um, but also I think a fantasy book would be good for that situation to really just like escape reality. Yeah. And um, I, I can't believe I'm going to say it, but <laughs> Twilight. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> Your version or the original? <laughs> Uh, the original. I don't know where my version is. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Probably for the best. <laughs> yes. <laughs> amazing. Amazing. Always, uh, always good to have uh, one of those generational classics. <laughs> yeah. <on the> desert <laughs> island. Amazing. Well, thank you so much, Joya, for coming on and uh, chatting with me and, and sharing your experience with publishing and um, everything that's going on with you and the books, which are both fantastic. And I would recommend them to anyone who's interested in uh, YA romantic comedies with serious undertones. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much. I'm so appreciative. <laughs> and for anyone wanting to keep up with everything that Joya is doing, you can follow her on Twitter at Joya underscore, underscore Goffney and on Instagram at Joya full stop Goffney. To make sure you don't miss an episode of this podcast, follow us on Right and Wrong UK on Twitter and at Right and Wrong Podcast on Instagram. Thanks again to Joya and thanks to everybody listening. We'll catch you in the next episode. 
Thanks for hanging around until the end. If you're interested in starting your own podcast, but aren't really sure what that looks like, I can't recommend Zencaster enough. It's so simple to host, record, and download your podcast with, and it even has a built-in transcription AI. It functions entirely in the internet browser, which means all your guests have to do is click on a link and they'll be brought into the conversation. If you click on the link in the description, you'll get 30% off the first three months. All you have to do is click on the link in the description. Thanks again for supporting the show and we'll see you in the next episode. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.